Hey everybody, it's uh, the quarantine life. Uh, I actually was gonna kind of drop this little side project because uh, I don't know, it just kind of fell off the back burner and I had someone email me about something else and say, uh, hey, I really like that podcast. So I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll make a, another episode. So this is episode three. I'm just gonna call this one the honeymoon phase is over because uh, for the I kind of hit my uh, wall a few days ago. Well, once it kind of dawned on me that you know this is this is the uh, this is our life for the next for who knows for a few months foreseeable future. Um, it kind of hit me one day when I was sitting at home and I realized I can't go anywhere that I want to. I got I got a little bit of a cough and sore throat and so I started to think, uh, oh. Is this me? Do, am I gonna be? One, do I have the uh, coronavirus? Luckily, it, it, the cough and sore throat kind of went away. So, uh, but it just kind of hit me that uh, I need to be a lot more careful. Uh, it doesn't help that we have some pretty miserable weather right now. So I'm out taking the dog for a walk. So when we're inside tonight, he is not uh, a menace. So getting us exercise. But I just want to kind of record another podcast just some of my thoughts just about uh, this whole scenario this our new life this is mainly just for me because i've taught high school for over a decade now um for um 13 years and part of my job every day is to get up and talk and discuss and communicate and to challenge and i don't necessarily have that on a day-to-day basis right now let me rephrase that i don't have that i have uh a kindergartner and a soon-to-be kindergartner and a two-year-old and I can engage in some pretty good dialogue with them but it only gets you so far so I have to put out these uh, thoughts and ideas and stuff that I'm wrestling with in, in a place where you know if somebody wants to grab onto it that's great if not that's fine then I'll just have it there for posterity so for me the uh, the weight of the situation is kind of finally starting to hit me um, just the, the the task of trying to teach, review, and also parent and teach my kids and do all those things at the same time. I think it's really easy to slip into a um, trap uh, of hopelessness um, because it doesn't, there isn't really a, uh, an off-ramp anytime soon. As uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the uh, president's top advisor, during all this said that we're not even at halftime yet. So if the pandemic is a football game, it seems like we're in the first quarter and there's only a few minutes on the clock that have ticked by. So yeah, I've tried to uh, keep a routine the past few weeks. It's been kind of hard, but I've been trying to spend some time journaling and writing and reflecting in the morning. Um, and then in the evening, just trying to do something that doesn't have anything to do with schoolwork or a pandemic, whether it's just uh, sitting on the couch with my wife and coloring or watching a movie or a series. I just something to kind of get my mind off where we're at. One of the things I've been thinking about this week is the enemy that we face and this virus uh, compared with the, uh, the enemy that I remember growing up with, which was Al-Qaeda and international terrorism. And I was uh, recording a lecture for my juniors. Sorry if the wind is distracting. Uh, and I was thinking back to uh, President Eisenhower 
when he warned Americans in 1961 as he left office about the dangers of the military-industrial complex and the amount of money that we were spending on bombers and uh, submarines compared to the things that, you know, we needed at home, like schools and hospitals. And the, the thought occurred to me of, of how useless our nuclear weapons arsenal and bombers and aircraft carriers are right now when we can't even get uh, mass uh, we can't even get any we can't get masks to the people who need them we can't get hand sanitizer and it just it made me really think about this whole idea of this whole idea of American exceptionalism just kind of crumbling that we really can't provide our people with some of the most basic things but I started thinking about how you know the coronavirus COVID-19 has no ideology or has no agenda it is simply a virus that seeks to find a host replicate and spread it has a worldview it has no God that it believes in it has no political agenda it just seeks to uh, spread um, whereas our enemy in Al-Qaeda 2001 2002 we could easily identify who those guys were and we could bomb them and blow them up we're really good at that as Americans we can really bomb stuff uh, far away in a different land but when it comes to defeating an enemy that is unseen and undetectable well not undetectable but that is um, that doesn't have an agenda it, we're, that's very hard when it came to you know the September 11th attacks which if you're listening to this you're probably one of my students but um, you weren't even alive for that but that took our government completely by surprise and sure there were rumblings that there was an al-qaeda linked plot in the summer of 2001 and, but you had to really be listening and government agencies missed uh missed it but today we we know we we know we, we saw this coming from late 2019 early 2020 and yet we, our our government w um was caught with its um you know it got caught with its pants down uh and and here we are I got to thinking about the different ways in which uh, American society has been affected. In the war on terror, um, the people who were killed were killed mostly one morning uh, on a Tuesday in 2001, and that September day. And those people, um, they died all at once, but the deaths from COVID-19 mount slowly. And we know it's coming, but we don't know exactly when the worst of it is. But with 9-11, we knew. We could turn on the TV and see it. Um, but here, it's just this kind of endless waiting. Uh, the people who fought against the enemy in, uh, in the war on terror... Were... Unless you were in uh, New York City uh, or Washington, D.C., or in that field outside of um, uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, you weren't possibly directly impacted. Now, I've, I've, many people lost family and, and friends on 9-11. But for me, I remember going to, to class a few days later, and for the most part, business as usual kind of kept going. Uh, the lights were still on, and we didn't we had class. But with now, with the um, coronavirus, the um, the virus cuts across everything. It affects everybody. It's not just soldiers that are fighting on a, in a foreign land. I personally didn't know any. Per, um, I knew one or two friends that were directly. They were deployed to Afghanistan, but you know, our, our, a lot of our military enlisted men and women come from the same, come from a certain socioeconomic rank. Um, but you know, many many um, wealthier American families don't have sons or daughters who go in and enlist in the uh, armed forces. But with the coronavirus, 
it is a an enemy that is attacking us on all fronts civilian uh, domestic um, across all socioeconomic race ethnic uh, lines gender doesn't really matter so it's just interesting to compare the two one of the things that keeps me uh, hopeful is I think back in history because I'm a history teacher that's what I do so I try to th- look at the historical lens and I think about what Americans have endured time and time again I think back to the Civil War and how uh, life carried on even though it was unbearable at times but we made it through that too we suffered we suffered in the Great Depression we suffered in World War II and I got to thinking about how Americans, we haven't really lamented about a national crisis in quite a while. And for a lot of us, it comes as a shock. Um, I remember thinking about, or seeing on the news, just um, East Asians in Singapore and Taiwan and China and Japan Korea. Uh, When there was a new respiratory virus, boy, they put their masks on. They knew what to do. But Americans, uh, we looked at ourselves and we're like, how could this happen? Well, we haven't experienced this in a while, so it was very humbling as an American, to see this, to, to go to a grocery store, to see things empty on the shelves, to only have certain amount of people, or a certain number of people can be allowed into a, a, um, a grocery store at a certain time. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking on this third week of a lockdown. I think it's the third week. Um, so yeah, I'll keep posting if people keep listening. And I hope you all are safe out there, and you are able to get what you need, and that uh, you're spending time with your family and Uh, God bless you, and hopefully we'll see each other all very soon.